Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Chris for the Rupal. And if you're hearing this, you're probably going, hey, what, what what's going on here? What's going on here? <laughs> well, see, we went through a rebrand. The original podcast was called Speaking of Which. And I didn't want to get rid of a certain number of these episodes um, because I was like, they kind of relate to Drunken Book Club and I wanted to keep them alive. So I wanted to keep these adventure episodes alive with the rebranding. So... Here it is, here's the message letting you know what's kind of going on, why I didn't say welcome to Drunken Book Club, or talking about what we drank, yada 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 kind of thing. Um, but here it is, and our new socials for this series are dbc underscore pod, not, at, not the old one, that's our Twitter account, <laughs> and possibly Instagram come soon. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, where you can pay a dollar and tell us what book to read, and... To have a jovial time with us. All right, thanks for joining me, and you guys enjoy the episode. Bye bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club, or even, hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees? Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Speaking of Which, Goosebumps Special 30th Edition Month. I'm your ghastly, uh, I, I used that the last time, I'm your comic shop owner, Christopher the Goople, joined with... The one girl that wears way too much neon, Sam. And... Edward. The booby looker. <laughs> go, into boob, go into the comic shop and be a booby looker. <laughs> And uh, if you can't tell from what we're talking about today, probably can't. We're doing a let's read, because unfortunately, hey, some people couldn't make it, because Anime Expo. Oh, hey, this is a shout-out to Weiss. We don't know if he won or not. Uh, I was about to say, this is post-technically probably finding out, because it was supposed to find out today. But uh, I hope he won. Yeah. Uh, he, he put in an AMV. Uh, it, it was... He hasn't posted it yet, right? It's not one of the posted ones. I don't think I don't know. So you'll hey, yeah, probably next time we record, uh, he'll probably be like, "Hey, I posted it, up, least." And uh, yeah, I broke that pencil probably underneath my foot, Sam. Okay. She found a broken pencil. So I'll say this: there's a lot of ways a pencil can break inside a room, Sam. So it's probably got stepped on. I mean, for what it's worth, I it, I did move the futon back, so I probably stepped on it. Probably. So, there's probably that. So, on the, today, we're doing a Let's Read. We're doing the Give Yourself Goosebumps book, as chosen by you, our Twitter audience. We're doing Little Comic Shop of Horrors. I believe Spongy chose this one, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is a, a, a Spongy-decided episode, so uh, thanks a lot, The Sponge. Thomas the Sponge Spongy. I don't know. What? That is, that is, his name is Thomas. Okay. So... If, if you want me to bleep that out in the future reference, Spongy, let me know. Uh, I, I guess we'll start off. I thought after-school clubs were supposed to be fun, you grumble. You love comic books, and a comic book club sounded cool. But it's run by Horace Grumbacher. 
that, that name, name that just screams fucking Melvin. Should have been just Melvin Grumbacher, but I mean Horace is pretty Melvin. I guess say Horace is a good like not going with the traditional Melvin. How could someone make a subject like comics boring? Oh, I, I mean I got oh. a couple YouTube channels for you. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not actually that hard. Yeah, <laughs> Horace manages. He clicks his slide projector to a picture of a comic book cover. Here's the first issue starring Super Doer. He drones. Today it's worth nearly $200,000. And here's the first appearance of Ballistic Bug. This comic goes for nearly 20000 As if any kid in this club can afford that, you think. The projector clicks again, and a horror comic appears on the screen. Excellent! You love horror. Especially the books by R.L. Stein, the super cool sexy guy. The one that gets all the, all the ladies. Yeah, only no, he, he saved his heart for one red-headed woman. That's but he is a fuck machine. He is a fuck machine, and she is a fuck receiver machine. <laughs> but Horace can even make horror dull. This is issue this issue is the seller of scary t- stories went for sixteen hundred dollars, he lectures. An ugly face sneers at you from the comic cover. Yuck! It looks like a rotten pumpkin. With warts. You turn away and notice the classroom clock. How did you get so late? You run outside in time to see a horrible sight. Oh no! You groan. What's wrong? Find out on page two. I want to run back inside just for... Your dick fell off. (laughs) Just happens. You're a pretty girl now. The school bus is already a block away. It left without you. Oof. Thanks a lot, Horace. You growled because of his boring lecture, and now you have to walk home. If you follow the same route as the bus, you won't get home for hours. You decide you'd better try the shortcut, even though it means going through a part of town you've never seen before. There's a lot of places with the letters XXX in the window. You don't know what it means. It means fun times ahead. You walk and walk along your shortcut. With every step you take, your book bag gets heavier. The area you're cutting through looks a little weird. The buildings are all old and dingy. The stores huddle together as if they're holding each other up. And the stuff in the windows is very weird. You pass a clothing store that seems to be selling Halloween costumes, even though Halloween is months away? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I wasn't wrong with the triple X one, eh? Uh, And those dolls in that toy shop window, they look like vampires? Fuck vampires. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> You're relieved when you spot a store for vacuum cleaners. That's normal, you think? Oh, no. And next to it, hey, a comic shop. Wanna visit? Go to page three. No, I don't. Book's <laughs> over. <laughs> Book's over, RL. I wanna walk home and eat normal, just have a normal dinner. I just wanna have some normal peas with my normal meatloaf. Meatloaf with my normal potatoes. Pillory, pillowy mounds of mashed potatoes. Calm down, Uncle Phil. <laughs> You step inside. The comic shop is dimly lit. You can barely make out the comics on spinning racks. Beyond, in deeper shadows, are tables with row after row of boxes. These are the back issues, where collectors look for treasures. Or they just want to finish their collection. Or they're like, I'm missing this one. Or... Yeah, exactly. It's not really that big of a deal. It's a long box. Yeah, I was about to say, there's plenty of them. The owner stands behind a cash register. He looks familiar with his round face and warts, but he can't place them. Even though two pages ago, you could probably clearly fade <laughs> foot there. He grunts when he sees you. Huff, kids. Well, who does he expect to come in and buy comics, the fucker? Perverts. Lots of them. As you walk past him, the store owner calls out, 
Leave your bag up here. You scowl. Why is he treating you like a thief? You think about leaving, but you'd like a rest from walking. And besides, you really want to check out the comics. Strolling around the racks, you notice the latest issue of Major Disaster. What the fuck? You bought it just a week ago? This guy has a sticker on it for half price. Walking a little faster, you start picking up comic books. Doesn't the owner know that these things are worth? Most of them are worth like two bucks, pop, tops, yeah. but you know. The deeper into the store you go, the darker it gets, and the more manga appears. <laughs> <laughs> the hot kind, boy. <laughs> a pair of bookcases block your way, but there's a little space between them. You see light coming through the crack. Push through to page four. But if oh, we... that's the uh, adult section. That's, that's the yep. fun section right there. Is that there. the one that's going to teach me how to masturbate? Yes. You squeeze between the bookcases into an open area. A dusty light bulb dangles from the ceiling. In its dimly glow, you make out another spinning rack full of comics. A sign taped to the top of the rack says, For perverts only. You think this is a library? Look, but don't touch, or you'll be sorry. That's what it says. That's not impressive when it's a broken pencil that bends to your finger, Sam. I don't care. I Sam has a it. bent, broken pencil uh, just, just hovering over. You peer at the comics on the rack. Whoa! That's the issue of Ballistic Bug from Horrors and Slideshow. The comic is marked for two bucks. And up there on the top rack, is that the incredibly expensive copy of Super Doer? Then you notice something else. A doorway beyond the rack. Metal stairs lead down where? To the, to the basement, you guess? An arrow-shaped sign points down the stairway. It reads, Horror. There's... No, just horse. Yeah, just horror. No. Uh, there's also a, ta- a tattered sign on the open door... You try to make it out, the, make out the faded letters. It seems to say, no admittance. Trespassers will be glomped. Oh, God. Oh, God. Glomped. Go back. Go back. Go back. What? What's glomped? You, you Are you thinking of glomping? Yes. This has an F in it. What the fuck is that? I don't know. With it, an erect it's penis. Glomped. Eh, like, it's glomp and then F-E-D. Glomped. I'm, I'm standing with the... It's glomped. just with an What's erection. What's that? You don't really... It's being glomped while having an erection. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like somebody. Yeah, so uh, a lot of teenage boys. Got it. (laughs) You don't really care. All you care about is making a tough decision. Should you take a closer look at the rack? Or should you... I mean, yeah, I mean, take a closer (laughs) look at the rack. Or should you go down to the horror section? So horror Horror, or the rack? Horror. All right, we're going horror. So we're going to get glomped, I guess. Whatever that means. If you go downstairs, turn to page 51. I just enjoy balancing this pencil on things. Because it's so easy. Balance it on your dick. No! Balance that pencil on your dick. (laughs) Balance that pencil on your dick. It wants me to keep my pants on. That's fair. I'll do it fine. (sighs) You head down the stairs. But after your first step, the whole stairway begins to shake. It's as if heavy machinery is working underneath. The stair treads under your feet suddenly tilts. They crash down with an echoing mechanical sound. Glomph! Now you know. The stairway has turned into a slide. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying, that just reminds me of the Simpsons episode where, like, it's the Bart Simpsons, or, uh, what's it called? The Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, the Treehouse of Horrors, the Bart Simpsons Dracula or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, when am I ever going to get a chance to do this again? And he activates the slide, the, the stair just slide. Just because he wants to do it. Yeah. yeah. Even though that would have... Your feet skid out from under you, and you bang your elbow. You're going faster, and you can't stop. You claw frantically at the slide, but you can't get a grip on the smooth metal. You don't even slow down. You just make a noise like nails on a blackboard. 
It makes a good blend with your screams as you zoom faster and faster, deep into the dark end. Ooh. No, it's not the ending. No, we're, 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 we're going to page 127. Too early for a death, right? I don't know. You roll, bounce, even tumble, and a somersault. Then there's nothing underneath you. You shoot past the end of the metal slide and slam into a plywood wall. Then you thud down onto a concrete floor. <laughs> you groan. That hurt. On your hands and knees, you try to climb back up the slide. That used to be a stairway, but it's too steep and slippery. You just slither to the bottom again. Trying to stay calm, you gaze around. You're in a small, shadowy room. Its walls are made of plywood. An opening leads to a plywood hallway lit by a single bulb. Plywood, plywood, plywood. Nothing. This is just a plywood warehouse. That's all yeah. you got. You walk down the hall. After a few yards, it turns. You find yourself in another little room. This one has three doorways. You choose the right one, right-hand one, to find yet another hall. That one zigzags to two more rooms, then a four-way intersection of corridors. What's going on? You mutter. I feel like a rat in a maze. Turn to page 47, rat boy. I didn't hey. say that. Hey, another decision. No problem, you tell yourself. I'll memorize my route. To make it easier, you decide to make only right turns. That works for the first few choices you face. Then you find yourself in a room with only one doorway, on the left. By the tenth choice, you're mumbling to yourself, trying to remember which way you went. This place is definitely a maze. And it's bigger than the basement of, a, of the small comic shop. You feel as if you've been walking for miles. How can that be? The next room you find is stacked high with old copies of the Cellar of Scary Stories. They're all the same issue that Horace showed you a slide of. The guy with the face with the warty pumpkin is the series host. His name is Milo the Mutant. Hey! Now you realize why the comic shop owner seemed familiar. He looks just like Milo the Mutant. A toy? Kid be dumb. So one thing I'm thinking of when he's like, all these are worth a bunch and they're only worth, and they're only selling them for two bucks. Yeah. The ones that are worth thousands are in like mint condition, never opened. Yeah. These are probably reprints. Or uh, the pages are stuck together. They're right next to all, like, the triple X places. Oh, you're right. Uh, this is getting... This is starting to get creepy. Then you hear a voice echoing through the maze. A slow scraping sound. Like a foot dragging on concrete. Someone or something is following you. What should you do? If you go back and see who's following you, go to page 89. If you'd rather get out there fast, or get out of there fast, turn to page 50. So run away or see who's following you. I feel like runaway is a good option because you shouldn't go back in case they're after you. I don't know. You can see who's following. What if they have a big dick? Mm-hmm. So do we need to flip a coin here? <laughs> I say flip a coin. All yeah. right, flip a coin. I, I, let's leave it to chance. All right, Sam, call it in the air. Heads. It's heads. All right. Ooh, I'm probably going to get us killed. Wait, I thought heads was Sam's decision. Yeah, I called heads. Oh, wait, so, so it was heads? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was... said it was Ed's. No, no, it was heads. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's Ed's. You're going to keep us alive. <laughs> yeah, we can die later. Uh, page 89. Okay, uh, someone remember 47. Where's my pencil? 47. Hey, Sam, uh, hey, you got a broken pencil? Here. You wanna, here, here, okay, thank you for the broken pencil. You said you have a broken pencil, so I gave you the broken pencil. 47, just in case if, we, if Sam does end up killing us. 
It's a possibility. Okay. It happens every uh, so often. I don't know. I think mine Okay. You tell yourself, so I'm being followed through a dark maze. I should look on the bright side. Maybe whoever it is can show me the way out of here. The fuck, kid? Are you stupid? You turn back on your t- trail as you do. You notice a nasty smell in it. Didn't we say we wanted to escape? Yeah. Or did I choose the wrong thing? Hold on. It was 50 for... Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, yeah, I went to the wrong place. You're right. I'm sorry. I had a little bit of a drink. It ends up that you just you have to go back. <laughs> yeah. You walk faster and faster until you break into a run. At first, the footsteps fade. Then you hear loud clomping. It sounds as if there's a herd of elephants hot on your heels. Oh, no. Shoot your gun. You glance back as you go through a doorway. Ow! You yell. You brush against jagged plywood. And plywood. What is what's this place? Uh, Brought to you by Plywood Emporium. A two-inch splinter stabs you in the arm. Gritting your teeth, you pull the splinter out. Ugh. Blood stains your t-shirt. From several turn, uh, from several turns behind you comes a rumbling roar. Uh oh. Ken, whatever is chasing you, smell blood. The clomping sound turns into a crashing gallop. I'm sorry. Whenever you're clomping, I can't help but think of uh, My Little Pony. If it was that they would clomp off. Yeah. It's clomp, not clomp. Oh, okay, clomp. I, so, I thought the same thing, too. I okay. was like, just a bunch of bronies jerking it. Yeah. Oh, oh this is the triple X section. <laughs> you try to run faster, flinging yourself through another doorway. You find yourself in a long hall. You're running flat out, but the stomping feet are right behind you. One look over your shoulder, and you scream. The creature chasing you looks as if it were sewn together from several different animals. It has the body of a shaggy bull and huge feathered eagle wings. Worst of all, it has the head and fangs of a lion. Run for your life to page 54. You know, that's actually kind of a creative uh, creature. You gotta, you gotta yeah. give Stein a, a, a kind of an applaud there. It's, it's not a normal Frankenstein monster. Yeah, and it's not as scary as a bunch of brodies fapping towards you. Yeah. Hot breath ruffles your hair. The lion's roar deafens you. When your ears stop ringing, you hear a voice yell, Up here! You peer up to find a kid leaning over the plywood wall above you. He stretches out his arms to you. Jump! He yells, I'll pull you over! You don't need another invitation. You leap as high as you can, reaching for the boy's hands. Will you make it? Is luck on your side. Okay, guys. Take a look at the hour hand on the clock. If it's close to an odd-numbered hour, 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, or 11, turn to page 43. If it's an even-numbered hand... Okay, so... Uh, it's what? technically closer to 8. It's closer so, to 8. So we're going with the even one. Okay, so we're going to we're gonna write down page 80 here, because this is fucking bullshit. This is leaving it up to luck. I hate it when it does a lot of like that. If you're reading this on Saturday, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. If you're reading this on Monday, you survive. So, okay, if it's near an even-numbered hand, so we're going to... Page 80... By sheer luck, you grab hold of the waiting hands. The boy pulls you up out of the way because, you know, fucking it being 8 o'clock, almost 8 o'clock, fucking proves the point. Yeah, oh yeah, 7.42, so yeah, I guess it is supposed to 8. Uh, just got to date this episode by telling the time. I just imagine some kid being like, Mom, I can't I can't read my book until, like, until 7.50. <laughs> and the parent being like, fucking Melvin. <laughs> you look down at the lion bull creature's furious eyes. Missed me, you shout. The creature roars as you swing down off the wall. A second later, the plywood wall seems to explode. You duck as pieces of heavy wood framing fly past. What a mess. 
A pile of wreckage covers the lion bull creature. It must have rammed down the wall and crashed into the next one. Help! A voice cries. You turn to your rescuer to find him pinned under a pile of wreckage. Pull him loose on page 85. Or oh don't. man, we can't just leave him to die? Yeah, leave him to die. Uh, Thanks for saving me, bye. The good news is that the pile of stuff on top of your new friend isn't as large as the mound that buried the lion bull creature. You start tossing aside the pieces of wreckage. It isn't easy. The wooden beams that held up the walls are thicker than your arms. Big chunks of wood lie under smaller ones. You quickly learn this stuff can get heavy. What's your name? You puff as, a, as you kick a ten-foot beam off to one side. Damn. Damn. Ten, you're fucking hulking out. Yeah. I'm... Ch- oh, wait. His name's Charlie, so I'm gonna... I'm Charlie. The trap boy replies, There's a bunch of us down here. If you meet my friends, tell them what happened to me. But get out of here, Charlie begs. Save yourself story. while you can. No! You shout... I'm going to help you, and that's final. Work your way to page 121. Oh, he, he gave us an out. Oh, we're so stupid. You roll, throw, or shove battered pieces of wood away. Your arms are tired and burning from all this work, and you still face the hardest job of all. Charlie is dead. Now, Charlie is pinned <laughs> under a whole sheet of plywood. God damn it, plywood. How are you going to lift a slab of wood twice as tall as you are and three times as wide? How the fuck? It's plywood. How is Charlie still alive? I don't know. With how I'll much wood to, he's already been I'm trying to push down from down here, Charlie says. And I'll move, pull, you say. You pull until you're red in the face and your arms are shaking, but the wooden slab hasn't moved an inch. Could it be stuck on something? You glance around and notice a heavy bull's hoof resting on one corner of the slab. Your eyes travel slowly up the bull's leg, and you notice a very long bull cock. <laughs> Past the heavy body, the eagle's wings, and on to the lion's head. The beast stares down at you. You've never heard of lions laughing before, but that's what this one seems to be doing. Slowly the beast pa- paces forward, and you have nowhere to run. No walls to hide behind. Oh well, it seems your luck was bad after all. But you were right about one thing. You stayed to help, and that was final. The end. That was a very dissatisfying ending. Yeah. I say we go with its Ed's. Yeah. With page, uh, what was it, 89, I believe? Makes sense. Instead of fucking relying on luck. But, uh... Instead of relying on time. We didn't even get the choice to run from the kid. That's so irritating. Yeah. I mean, you, he did save your life. It, it, yeah, fuck that kid. <laughs> oh, kid. fuck him for being a good Samaritan. <laughs> good Samaritan laws exist for a reason. Is that what I'm hearing, Newt Gingrich, we, over here? <laughs> <laughs> we still got fucking killed. I mean, so he, did, he didn't do jack shit for us. I mean, I he mean did to be fair, he probably got ran over by that thing. Yeah, as yeah I said, he probably got rammed. <laughs> and you're next. You're both gonna get rammed. See, it's a happy ending, Fred. Uh, hey, hey, now I'm not. I'm not a furry like that. But oh, like that. <laughs> okay, you tell yourself. So I'm being followed through a dark maze. I should look on the bright side. Maybe whoever it is can show me the way out of here. You turn back on your trail. As you do, you notice a nasty smelling air. You let out a wicked mean fart. You should have had those bean burritos at school today. Oh, RL, that's what you should have written. 
It reminds you of the time your Uncle Mel left the bag of garbage in the kitchen when the family went on a two-week vacation, and it seems to be getting stronger. Fucking Uncle Mel. Uh-oh. You pop around a corner and into a room. Light pours through a second doorway. It throws a moving shadow on the wall. Maybe it's Milo, or whatever the owner's real name is. Then the figure arrives in the doorway. It's not Milo. This guy is tall, and he doesn't have a face like a rotten pumpkin. His skin is greenish-gray with moldy cheese... Or, sorry. His skin is greenish-gray like moldy cheese. Puckered scars run up his cheeks. A pair of big metal bolts stick out of his neck. It's impossible, but he looks like Frankenstein. And he, when he sees you, he snarls. Nyarg! Turn to page 115 to see Frankenstein's cock. Yeah. Hey, it might be big. What, what if they swapped it with, like, yeah, the, yeah, the micro penis? Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, they're like, we ran out of good parts. This is all we have left. Oh, God, it's the Abby Normal part. It's the Abby Normal penis. It's a clip. <laughs> micro penis. For a moment, you can't tear your eyes away from Frankenstein. But when he lurches towards you, you leap away. You dash. I mean, hey, it could be like the Victor from uh, Darkstalkers, and he could just have a sweet, juicy ass. <laughs> Uh, sorry. I See, I was it. also thinking of um, Young Frankenstein, where it's basically set, like, in. They basically, like, allude to the fact that he has. A large junction. Yeah. Yes. A monster cock, as you would say. But when he lurches towards you, you leave away. You dash down a hallway. The creature's snarling cry echoes behind you. As you race through the next doorway, you scrape against the rough plywood. Oh, fuck you, damn it! You're... We could do a drinking game every time this fucking book says plywood. At least on this fucked one, yeah. up. Your jacket tugs you back when you start... Oh my god, your, ta- your jacket tugs you back when you take the next step. It's caught on a bunch of splinters. You try to pull loose, but you can't get free. And here comes a monster scraping footsteps. Desperately, you wrestle out of the coat... And keep running. You turn left, then right, then right again. After a few minutes, the creature snarls, become fainter. It sounds as if you're losing him. Should you keep running? Or or now that he can't see you, should you try sneaking away from the creature? One thing's for sure. You've got to find the way out of this maze fast. So if you run, we go to page 86. If you sneak away, we turn to page 65. 65 gets us closer to 69. Or maybe it gets us even farther away. Yeah, true. I don't know, man. I feel like we should keep running. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like neither option's great. Yeah. So we'll I just go to we keep running. Excuse me, so we'll uh, keep running to page 86. Running and running, running. <clears throat> no, we're not, no. No, no black eyed peas. Get out of here. <laughs> oh my god, is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. Oh, wow. So let's get it started. In it's here. like, get re- let's get re- they changed it though. Uh, no, no, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. I thought they changed it. I bet it's. I bet you if you look on Spotify, it's like that. Yeah, or up. check Amazon Music because apparently, <laughs> you know, kind of like my discovery with POD this past week, which I don't want to talk about because I fucking hate POD and I hate them even more. POD. Uh, they're the guys. They were like a new metal, a Christian new metal band. Yeah, they're the ones who did. Here comes the boom, ready or not. Here comes the boom from the front. They had a song on their first album called "Abortion Is Murder." Yeah, yeah. And they're like, for what it's worth, their first album is very hardcore. And like, I'm like, okay, you know, at first I was like, oh, you know what? Christian's like the mosh. And then I got to that song and I was just like, these guys are assholes. Yeah. Fuck them. So the original, I was going to say, like, they did actually change it. 
But did you check Amazon Music? I don't. Have That's it. where you should check it because on I don't Spotify, think I have Amazon Music on here. On Spotify, it doesn't have abortion as murder. It just has the song "Murder," and then but on Amazon Music, it has abortion as murder. So you but know who who's down with that. You know what the most depressing thing is of why the Black Eyed Peas changed it. It wasn't because of like outrage or going, oh, that's a shitty thing. Mm-hmm. NBA wanted to use it, and they were like, "Can you make it more family friendly?" <laughs> is basically what they did. Okay. Editor's note. Uh, so if you go on Amazon Music, so okay, if you go on the actual MP3 one, it's let's get started. But if you actually look at the track listing on the CD one. It's the other version. So, hey, I was partially right if you go on Amazon. So, there we go. Okay, bye. You laugh to yourself as you run through the maze. Frankenstein may be strong, but he's so slow. How did he ever catch people in the movies? Well, he really he didn't. didn't. Uh, the, creature's cry, the creature's cries get even fainter as you pound along. <laughs> yeah, pound if you know what I mean. Finally, at the end of a long hallway, you stop to catch your breath. But you've only rested for a moment when a familiar shadow appears against the wall. A second later, Frankenstein comes staggering down the hall. His claw-like hands grope for you. The creature cries. The sense of decaying meat fills your nose. He may be slow, but he's still plenty scary. Shuddering, you dodge through the first doorway you see. Sam is trying to grab at nothing, like a weird Frankenstein (laughs) bitch. I was doing this, and I was doing Dashing down a new hallway, (laughs) you quickly outrun Frankenstein's staggering steps. Man, you mutter, that was too close. How do you catch up to me so quickly? Then you get it. Of course, the creature lives in the maze. He knows all the shortcuts. Go to page 71. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Well, you reason, if Frankenstein catches up to me again, I can always run faster. But the idea of Frankenstein popping up again worries you. You turn to glance over your shoulder. As you run, bonk, you see stars. You run straight into a wall. You glance quickly around the room. Hmm, there's no way out except for the doorway you entered. And standing in that doorway is Frankenstein. The creature doesn't even snarl as it stalks towards you. You're caught, fair and square. And as Frankenstein starts painfully trying to unscrew your head from your neck, you remember how the monster cut its victims. They all wound up running into a dead end. <laughs> you guys want to go back to 115 and uh, try to sneak past Frankenstein? Sure. <laughs> or you guys want to go back and go to the comic rack? I kind of want to see the comic rack. Like, yeah, see, yeah, a different route the comic rack. versus the more plywood. <laughs> more plywood. More plywood. All right, we're going to go to the, the comic rack on page 12 instead. Because you guys are just getting killed by Frankenstein and a fucking Chimera monster. Yep. Yep. You've got to see if that $2 comic is really the famous first issue of Super Doer. But when you grab the spinner rack, it starts to turn by itself. Still worse, the middle rack seems to have glued itself to your hand. And you can't let go. It seems the jism has been <laughs> right onto your hand and you're stuck. Like the My Little Pony <laughs> Your jaw drops as the moving rack... Yanks you off your feet. You're dragged around in a circle, and the rack keeps speeding up. Soon, to your horror, you can't touch the floor anymore. It looks like some sort of weird carnival ride. The rack is whizzing around, and you're flying through the air. Hey! Hey, mister! You yell to the store owner, but the words are torn from your lips by a screaming wind. You feel as 
You feel as if you're caught in a tornado. You clench your teeth to keep from groaning. Your body is stretched out like you're a warm piece of taffy. You shift your grip. One hand touches a comic on the rack. The comic starts to glow. Now suddenly, there's a new pool. You're being sucked into a glowing comic. Fly to page 103. Your body feels as if giants have been using you for a game of -of tug-of-war. You're sick and dizzy from the spinning, but you notice something is wrong. The world seems strangely flat. The colors are very bright. You peer up at an incredibly blue sky. Sky! Wait a minute. How did you get outside? An elbow jabs you. Someone steps on your foot. You aren't just outside. You're in a crowd. And what a crowd! You're... Packed in so tightly, you can barely move. Oh my god! It's like you're at Anime Expo. You're 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 in L.A. for some reason. Oh god! This is the worst ending. Uh, Take us back! Take us back! The person to get a Dachi merch. The person behind you is actually breathing down your neck. Could this be a parade? What's going on? You ask. No one answers you, but but a voice cries. Here it comes! A shadow falls across you. When you see what's blocking the sunlight, your eyes grow big. It's a gigantic tin can with arms, legs, and a head. No, it's a robot! Gigantor. Gigantor is a space-age robot. His power is in your hands. Bigger than big, stronger than strong. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> I, I don't believe this! You gasp in a strangled voice. You'd better believe it. That thing is as big as a skyscraper, and it's striding straight for you. Go to page 69! Page 69! Yikes! You shout. Everybody run! You push. You shove. You try to get out of the giant robot's path, but the crowd is too thick. You're trapped. Hey! A whiny voice says in your ear. I know you! You turn and spot a familiar face in the crowd. It's a kid from school named Wally. Come to think about it, he hasn't been in class lately. You just ignored him and just figured he died, probably. Where are you, you cry? What's going on? You just got here on the Spinner Rack Express, huh? Wally asks. Okay, I'll make this fast. You're stuck inside a comic, in the comic books universe. This was the real multiverse of madness, as predicted by Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you roll your eyes. Yeah, right. It's true, Wally insists. Now here's the deal. We can shift from comic to comic using a magic word, but if you use it too often, you'll turn into an ink blot. He shudders. It happened to the kid I was with, Alex. He tried to leave this comic. Now he's just a smear. You glance anxiously at the robot. What the fuck? It's awfully close. Yeah, are we going to... Discuss that? We'll be smeared too if we don't get out of here, you declare. Turn to page what? 33. What? Are... We're just going to ignore what? the fact that there's a dead child in this comic book somewhere? I mean, there's probably a, a lot of dead kids. There's just, just a basement full of dead kids in plywood. I, I just yeah. love, I love just like the, here's some trauma, moving on. The crowd still isn't moving, and the robot is only a couple of giant steps away. Have you used these magic words, you ask? Wally nods. I started out in another comic. I was I was someone's superhero's dopey sidekick. And he kept touching me for some reason. I was wearing green tights. <laughs> Fucking, you know, you know. Then I, and then I met Alex and we came here. All you have to do is think of another comic. <coughs> and sneeze. <coughs> and, and sneeze your way out. Because I'm tight. Thank you. 
All you have to do is think of another comic and say the magic words. Uh, okay, that gets gets you to another comic, but isn't there a way to get back home? Back to the real universe, you ask? Wally glances at you. I think so, but this is my multiverse of madness. Suck uh, it. Suck it, bitch. I have children, and I'm not going to give them up for anything. Look at this N-word. He's eating beans. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god damn it. Hey, it's, it's, it's a comic book universe. It's, it's about to happen. Uh, uh, Wally glasses at you. I think so. A mad scientist can send you, but you have to talk him into helping you. You can barely hear him. People are screaming and bumping into you. What are the magic words, you beg? Wally closes his eyes, thinking. Then he yells, Get shot! And he disappears. You think of the two comics you'd been studying on the comic rack. Both of them have mad scientist villains. Will the magic words take you to them? Time to think. Uh, time to find out. You close your eyes. To visit the world of Super Doer. We go to one page. If you like Ballistic Bug better, turn to a different page. So, do we go to Super Doer, who I'm just going to assume is the Superman equivalent, and he'll have a Lex Luthor who would probably be better? Because when you think of Ballistic Bug, I'm assuming Spider-Man. Probably. And Spider-Man's, like, super villain. Uh, I don't want to help people. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. I was thinking fucking Green Goblin, but yeah. <laughs> I say uh, Super Doer. Let's try Super Doer. <laughs> and if anything, he'll Super Do us. Yeah. Page 104. We can hope. Get shot! You yell. When you open your eyes, you're standing beside an office tower that's still being built. The crowd is gone. The robot is gone. You're all alone. This is bizarre, you mutter. A voice suddenly yells, Heads up! Of course you look up. A falling brick hits you right between the eyes and bounces off. You goggle in disbelief. That brick should have killed you, but it felt like a leaf being blown against you. You look down at yourself. Hey, you've grown up. You have all kinds of muscles, and you're wearing what looks like purple long underwear with a big yellow SD on the chest. Stands for sucking dick man. (laughs) Suck dick man. (laughs) I got that. Yeah, suck dick man. There we go. You not only switched comics, you turned into suck dick man. (laughs) I refuse to say super doer. Okay, you're super doer. Cool. I've got to find a steel bar, you exclaim. Can I really bend it with my bare hands? Go looking on page 26. Instead, you find a woman and bend her bar. <laughs> bend her over a bar. Waka waka. <laughs> Suck dickman indeed. You kill her with your jizz. That's Spider-Man. I thought, like, somebody did the physics of, like, technically Superman would also be deadly in bed. That probably happened in The Boys, for what it's worth. Like, I wouldn't be, probably. like, too doubtful. I mean, I don't like The Boys, in all honesty. But it probably happened in The Boys. You glance around the building site. There's a pile of bricks... There's a cement mixer, and there's a bunch of these steel rods they use to strengthen concrete. It's, it's, it's called rebar. Come on, buddy. Rebar sucks. Yeah. Exactly what you were looking for. You pick up a heavy bar, flex your mighty muscles. Yes, the steel bends like thin wire. Hey! A voice yells. You glance up. A guy in a hard hat is glaring at you. We were going to use that bar. He complains. Now you've ruined it. Someone's gonna pay for that, you know. Come yeah. on, come on, super doer. You gotta pay with it with your fucking super doing money, asshole. I'll suck your dick. Suck dick, man. <laughs> uh, you try to straighten it out, but you can't fix that last kink. Then an idea comes to you. I'll just heat this up with my magma vision. You announce. You stare at the bent bar, cross-eyed, the way super deer does in the comics. Damn your eyes. Too late. Sh- sure enough, the metal gets hot. Too hot. 
the middle of the bar, melts away. Whoops! <laughs> Guess you need to practice with your cool new powers. The workman looks pretty pissed. And then he's distracted by a sudden burst of crashes and screams. Another guy in a hard hat dashes up. Super doer! He cries. Some horrible creature is trying to knock down our building! Leap into action on page 59. Hope oh, you get to fuck up some more. Magma, this shit just makes it stronger. Yeah. For a second, you wonder what you're supposed to do. Then you remember, you're a superhero. It's your duty to save the building. That's to save the people, not the building. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about the building? No, fuck no, the no, building. no. Fuck the people. Save the building. Okay, okay every person in, uh, who complains about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah. What about the buildings? <laughs> Think of the buildings. <laughs> you leap up and suddenly you're flying. When Russell ruffles your hair like Tom Hanks as a child. <laughs> your cape flaps behind you as you soar high over the building. You look down and your jaw drops. Just flying is incredible enough, but you didn't expect this. Something the size and shape of a Tyrannosaurus Rex is smashing at the building with its hands and tail. But the thing's scaly skin is made of shining metal. And your cosmic ray vision shows that there's machinery inside. Thank you, wise guy. The creature turns its glowing glass eyes on you. You expect an attack. Instead, the robot dinosaur says in a whiny voice, Oi, great, now I've got Super Dewey after me. It's a whiny voice. was the first thing I could think of. It's, 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 it's Woody Allen, guys. Watch out. Oh, God. Oi, I kissed my Asian daughter. Oh, God. See, it's okay to hate him. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's bad. You skid to a stop in midair. You know that voice. Wally? You cry in disbelief. If you try to talk things out with Wally, go to page 25. If you'd rather fight him, go to page 102. Let's try and talk him out, see if he can get us out of here. <laughs> okay. Talk yeah. it out, you know. Just talking. Are we, are we going to talk it out or are we going to fight? I mean, I would both fight, but we All we right, can flip a coin. We can talk it out. All right, head to Sam again, I'm guessing. Talk it out. Fight. We're in, we're in 102. We're going to fight this bitch. School pal or not, you aren't wrecking this building, you cry. Fuck the people. <laughs> Flying down like an arrow, you aim for the Wally monster's nose. You already have your first uh, stuck out... Oh my god. You already have your fist stuck out to deliver your power punch. But when you arrive, Wally isn't there. Desperately, you screech to a stop before you power punch your way deep into the ground. You whirl to find a, the huge prehistoric space monster climbing up the building. Huge metal claws screech against the concrete, the concrete walls as the Wally monster pulls itself up. The noise is about ten times worse than the sound of fingernails on a blackboard. That That's again. the second time. Yeah. And since your super ears can ten times are ten times keener than ordinary ears, it's downright painful. You'd better quit it, Wally. You warn. You're beginning to annoy me. Keep up the fight on page 97. You haven't really fought yet. Are we Are we the bad guy? Because the whole, you're starting to annoy me line is not a good guy line. Yeah, that's not typically a good guy line. I mean, he is, is a kid. The monster with Wally's face and voice reaches. I didn't realize that has Wally's face. <laughs> what? what? Did, did anyone realize that? I thought it was a no, T-Rex I monster thought, yeah. thing. I said T-Rex, so I thought T-Rex monster. <laughs> so not... It's got a Jewish head on a T-Rex body. Oi, why am I doing this? I... I'm just a stereotype. Oh, I'm what the media's afraid of. <laughs> the monster with Wally's face and voice reaches the top of the building. You get ready and jump. Whoops! You still need to get used to your new powers. You overshoot the building, speeding high into the sky. 
Spinning in midair, you charge back. The Wally Monster has reached the top of the unfinished building. Your fist goes back to your power punch. This time, you won't miss. As you zoom down, the Wally Monster grabs a big steel girder that sticks up from the top of the building. Tearing the girder loose, he slings it over his shoulder like a club or whack. Too late, you realize. Wally was holding the girder like a baseball bat and is using you as the ball. You grunt as a steel beam strikes you. Even with your super skin and maxi muscles... Is that like a maxi pad? Yeah, it's like it's super absorbent. Yeah. The impact knocks the wind out of you. Wally's sw- Wally swing also knocks you out of the construction sites. Tumbling helplessly, you straight toward the horizon like a line drive. Swoosh to page 48. I like the baseball reference. <laughs> the line drive line. It makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> I like baseball. Do you have... What? You get some of your drink on your arm. Where? Right here? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Still licking it like that. Just... You spin out of control, thanks to that shot from Wally. Wind blasts past you, making your cape whip about until it wraps around your head. You're ready to barf from all the tumbling, and your cape is blinding you. Oh god, you're gonna puke inside the cape and it's gonna be <laughs> oh, it's gonna be all over and then you're gonna keep puking and then you're just gonna oh, be all over. Oh no. Wait a second, you're super doer. And super doer can see through things with his cosmic ray vision. You try that slightly squinty look that super doer gets when he uses his power. The good news is that you can see now uh, you can now see where you're going. The bad news is that you're about to crash into a building. To use your flying powers to veer away, turn to page 36. If you'd rather rely on your super skin and maxi muscles to get you through safely, turn to page 94. I feel like let's just fly away. Fly away instead of using our maxi pads. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not down on using the maxi muscles. Alright. Don't you want maxi muscles? Oh, sorry. No. I'd rather be a twink. (laughs) Fair enough. Alright, page 36. The name maxi muscles is... You'll have to be fast. Very fast. To veer away from the building. And there are other buildings all around you. You'll have to avoid them, too. There's only one direction to go. Tilting your body so it faces straight up, you pour on the speed. Up, up, you go. Faster, faster. Now your body is a mere streak. You zoom past the buildings. Whoa, you're really moving. In fact, you're moving so fast you can't slow down. The air is getting thin. The The sky darkens until you're in the blackness of outer space. There's no air at all out here, yes. but that's all right. Super Deer can hold his super breath. A second later, you notice something large and gray in your path. Oh no, it's the moon. <laughs> your super skin and maxi muscles might have survived a crash into a house, but the moon is a different story. Oh! You scream. Nobody hears you in outer space. The air simply gets sucked out of your lungs. You don't even have to breathe you yet. Oh my god. You don't even have to breathe to yell, Get shot! Before you splat into the moon. The end. <laughs> nice. How the, nice. F- how the fuck did you fuck that up, guys? We we're kept not... going. We kept going. Okay, we're gonna let our maxi muscles get in the way. With wings. With wings. Alright. After this, this is one more death. Cause you guys, how, many ty- guys have you, how many times have you guys died? Three? A lot. I think three. Yeah. yeah. We haven't survived any of the pads. Yeah, no. no. You guys were very close to one of my favorite endings in the last one, for what it's worth. Was it the... 
Frankenstein. Uh, if you had snuck past the Frankenstein. Oh, man. But, I didn't want to give that away, so. Kerwam! You hit the wall with a tremendous crash and keep on going. At least your cape is off your head now. Bang! Crash! You smash your way through other rooms in the building, but your super skin isn't even scratched. Amazing. You thump through one more wall before you come to a stop. Time for a little payback. You ruck it out through the series of holes you already made in the walls. Quick, as a flash, you zoom back to the Wally monster. Pow, bop, biff! You unleash your power punch on Wally. Hey, ow, no fair! Wally whines. It's not my fault I didn't want to be a monster. Tex Loudsnore turned me into one. Tex Loudsnore? Said Lex Luthor. You repeat, hmm, not only is he the top villain in Super Doer Comics, he's also a mad scientist. Just the guy you need. Move on to page 57. I don't like the name Tex. No, no, does, I don't does, like not, him. does not make me feel good. You eye the Wally monster suspiciously. Why didn't you ask Tex Loudsnore to get us out of the comic book universe? You demand. I didn't get a chance. Wally replies sulking. The second I entered his lab, he got me with with a creature, this creature creed, creator juice. Sounds likely. Go and turn yourself into the police, you order. I'll deal with Tex Loudsnore. Leaping high into the sky, you head for Mount Skull. You get to do hard time while I get out of here. Yep. Yeah. In the, in the comic, Superdoer never managed to find out where his archenemy's hideout was. But since you read the comics, you know exactly how to get there. Minutes after leaving Big, with two G's, City, you spot a mountain shaped like a skull. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if that's where the fucking villain lives. Yeah. <sighs> Superdoer, I'm so smart. That's his biggest weakness, is he's stupid as shit. You fly into the giant skull's left eye. It's a cave that leads deep into the mountain. What, Sarah? <laughs> what was that? I said I fucked the You I fucked the mountain? You skull fucked the mountain? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> How about you say it a little louder with a little bit more, you know? <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> 20 feet inside, you pull out and pull back in. You're skull fucking this motherfucker. <laughs> Damn it. Your path is blocked by a steel door. With your super doer powers, you know you can get through the steel door and talk with Tex Loudsnore. The question is, which power should you use? Do you use your magma vision or your strong breath? I feel like magma vision. Do we trust Sam's opinion? She's the one who got killed how many times? All three times, actually. Okay. Oh, let's go with Sam's idea. Okay, page 37. <laughs> Watch this get us killed again. It does, by the way. <laughs> so we're going with page 68, right? Yes. This is why we can't let Sam choose anything. You ch okay, Sam, this is a Goosebumps book. You're not supposed to choose good answers. You're supposed to choose bad things? Yeah, it's Goosebumps. Some Goosebumps bad. are like that, but not, not all of them. Yeah. You suck in as much air as you can, then you let out, a, let out with a whoosh, as if you were blowing out the candles of the biggest birthday cake in the world. The door flies off its hinges and lands with a crash in the long hallway beyond. As you walk down the corridor... You find that Tex Loudsnore has other defenses. All sorts of weapons attack you. But your super doer, deadly poison gas, only makes you sneeze. And Tex Loudsnore's disintegrator beam merely gives you a terrible itch. What, what kind what? of fucking superhero is this asshole? <laughs> I mean, that's how Superman is. Yeah, what kind of superhero? Yeah. A good one. Superman's cool. 
Wow! You exclaim, this is incredible! You could get used to being a comic book hero. The hallway ends at another steel door. No problem! Winding up, you smack it with your power punch. See what happens on page 136. You crush Texas under your... Holy shit, that's a lot of... Uh, that's a big fucking paragraph. Okay, just that big old paragraph of decision making there. Oh jeez, okay. The solid steel feels like silly putty under your fist. And you push it up against a newspaper and make a really cool outing, outline of it. I love doing that with silly putty. You keep pounding until you tear a hole through the door with your cock. You're super doer indeed. Then you use both hands to rip an open okay, rip an opening large enough to walk through. You step into the mad scientist laboratory. You recognize Tex Loudsnore easily by from the comics. He's tall, skinny, and doesn't have any hair. Instead the top half of his head is made of a gleaming chrome dome. He's Tex Loudsnore, the man with the pop top head. Tex Loudsnore, villain and monster maker. Super doer! He snarls. I don't know how you found me, but my latest invention can handle even you. The man scientist hefts a test tube in his hand. Then he throws it at you. Can you catch it? To find out, hold a 12-inch ruler straight up with your thumb and forefinger on the bottom at the 1-inch mark. Open your fingers to let the ruler drop, then catch it again. If you catch the ruler between the 1-inch marker and the 9-inch mark, Go to page 114. If you catch the ruler between the 9-inch mark and the 12-inch mark, go to page 105. If you don't catch the ruler at all, I'll try again. We have a ruler. I know. I think we I do. I think Go grab the ruler, Sam. Ruler time. Woo! I love this. Instead of having a clock decide our fate, a ruler's going to decide our fate. Five hours later. Are we going to let Sam kill us again? Well, I could, I could do the ruler thing. That way, if we die, Sam won't be responsible. That works. At least you won't drop it. Alright, so... So, uh... With, with your thumb and forefinger on the bottom... I'd at the one-inch mark... It's technically the 12-inch, but... Okay, so we'll just reverse it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So. Alright, so oh, where'd you catch it? I caught it at the... Five-inch, so between one and nine, technically. Okay, so we'll go to... If you get your ruler between the... Uh, one-inch mark and the nine-inch mark, go to 114... You want to do it instead and try. Yeah, let's see. Let's get two, best two out of three, I guess. I don't know. So hold it. Yeah. Like there, and then. Ten? Ten. Yeah. No. no, four. Four, so that's. That'd, that'd be like the, the eight. Yeah, so that's a. We'll go with the first one. We'll go with Sam's. Well, let's they're both the, the same because it's oh. between one and nine. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Eight is lower than nine, Chris. But are we doing this in the inverse? Well, it was at four, so therefore that would be. Okay. But we're doing the inverse because it's 12 at the bottom. Yeah. Because it says to do it at one. Here, let me do it like the proper way. <laughs> this is how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to ah! you're supposed to drop it like that and then try again. <laughs> Obviously, you're supposed to do it like that. Duh. No, it's not just drop it. It's flipping it. Well, hey, guess what? I can catch it in midair. It's hard to hold it that way. Eight. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're going with one fourteen. You catch the test tube, but the pop top the top pops off. The world disappears in a puff of purple smoke. Your skin begins to crawl. Your bones ache. Then the cloud disappears. No, it's just down around your middle. The lab seems smaller. No, wait, it's you. You're growing. The purple cloud is farther down, and the roof of the cave is coming closer and closer to your head. That's 90 feet high, you think? That makes me... Your thoughts get jumbled as your head bumps against the ceiling of the cave. 
You close your eyes, bracing yourself to get squashed against the roof, but it doesn't happen. You've stopped growing. Looking down at your at yourself, you realize you've changed. Your skin is green and scaly, and you have a thick tail. Gulping, you run your finger over your face. Oh no. Bulging eyes, scales, sharp teeth, tusk. Tusk? You look kind of monster as Tex Loudsnore turns you into. Go to page rule 34. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Tex Loudsnore cackles with glee. How do you like my new batch of creature creator, Super Dua? It even works on you. He grins evilly up at you. I believe you're my finest creation. You're the biggest and scariest of them all. You take one angry giant step toward Loud Snore. The mad scientist yells, Freeze, ugly! Your muscles suddenly lock up. You can't move at all. In fact, you nearly fall on your horrible, tusked face. Tex Loud Snore puts his hands in his pockets and beams up at you. Best of all, my formula makes you my absolute slave. Haha, <laughs> that's yeah, right. a lot of porn of Slavery this. is now legal, super doer. Sex slavery. Now you just... Now you just stand there. Don't move a muscle until I decide what to do with you. You know what I mean? But you try desperately to move, but you can't. Uh-oh. Can you move on to page 67? Hey, look. We get another... We get another... What's it called? Uh, choice. We're not dead yet, guys. Woo! Whistling. Tex Loudsnore putters around the lab. He walks past as you past you as if you were a huge statue. You can't even move your mouth to say the magic words. That would whisk you out of here. Now he's working on some sort of formula. Smoke wafts up to the ceiling of the cave, right past your giant nose. You smell the smell is nasty. You twitch your nostrils to keep from sneezing. Wait a minute. Tex Loudsnore told you not to move a muscle, but you moved. Maybe the formula doesn't work as well as Tex thinks. Maybe the abs- this absolute slave thing is fading away. You decide to test your theory. You try bending your little finger on your right hand. Of course, now that your little finger is four feet long. Yeah, we didn't even know that fucking morale. Uh The finger finally bends. Next, you work on your hands and feet. This is like the scene from Kill Bill. Wiggle your big toe. Inside the pussy wagon. Okay. I haven't seen Kill Bill. Yeah, but you know the pussy wagon. Yeah. Finally, turn your head. The minus that scientist is still working. He hasn't noticed. How are you going to use your freedom? If you jump, text Loudsnore, turn to page 73. If you keep still and spy on him, turn to page 62. I'm not allowed to make decisions anymore. No, you're allowed to make decisions, Sam. What do you think? I kind of want to spy on him, see what happens. Yeah, I right. feel like... He's going to start checking off. Oh, God, no! Yes, I found my sweet porn statues again. I will make you mine. He just starts humping your leg, like grinding against oh. it. Oh, super doer, I got it between your toesies. Oh, God. He's hot-dogging your toes. <laughs> Pretending you're still frozen, you watch a loud snore work at his computer. The huge complex machines even speaks. New data entered from manipulation of transfer- transuniversal phlogiston. The computer reports, huh. Oh, well. Just because the computer can speak doesn't mean you can understand it. The mad scientist turns to you. I decide what to do with you, he announces. I've sent for another of my creatures. I'm going to send you both to destroy Big City. You... Oh, no, it's Big City Greens! Oh, no! Dipper! What are you going to... Or, not Dipper. Dipper. Cricket. (laughs) Cricket, he's in trouble. we got to save him. You can't keep still any longer. This calls for action. You wait until Loudsnore turns his back. Then you lean down and scoop him up. In, in your dreams, Loud Snore, you growl. You can't do this, Loud Snore sputters. 
I control you. Wrong, he replied. Right now I control you. Whoa, this is pretty excellent. First, you tell him, I want to change I want you to change me back to Super Doer. You figure it would be a good idea to have superpowers. Oh wait, sorry. You figure it would be a good idea to have superpowers while dealing with techs. And next But your next demand is drowned out. Thunderous footfalls echo through the cavern. Now what now? Find out on page eighty eight. Computer. You're a computer. You're a computer. You're a towel. Okay, Holly. The footsteps get louder, louder, and then one of Loud Snore's horrible creatures stomps in. It's a dinosaur-like creature made of metal and plastic, and it looks a lot like your friend Wally, which we, we know, Wait, right? We've been through this already. Loud Snore points at you. Destroy this monster, he orders the new creature. But don't hurt me! Don't listen to him, Wally! You shout, he doesn't really control you. Huh? Wally's glowing eyes look confused. Hey, I'm not going... I'm, I'm, I can't remember what Wally's voice is anymore. It was origi- He kept going back and forth. Yeah. Hey, I'm not doing what he said. I guess he doesn't control me. You grin. So where were we? You ask loud snore. Oh, yes. You were giving me back my super doer body and demonstrifying my friend, too. Holding Lance Snore by the collar of his lab coat, you dangle him from your giant hand. Very dexterous to be able to just, like, do that with... Yeah. All right! Screams Lance Snore, clinging desperately to your fingers. I'll turn you both back! Now he's talking. Turn to page 99. Fucking Lance Snore, piece of shit. You sit... You sit... Text Lance Snore down. He runs over to one of the lab tables. While he mixes chemicals, you keep an eagle eye on him. While he slides up to you, do you, do you trust trust Loudstar? He whispers. I mean, he's a villain, a bad guy. I just made him Gerber from uh, from, from the old Christian <laughs> videos. Gerber. A Gerber, thank you. He's a mad scientist, you point out. You said that's what he need to get home again. Uh, you, you'll trust him if you want to. <laughs> Wally says, I'm out of here. He takes a deep breath and hollers, This shot! But instead of disappearing, Wally clutches at his throat and screams. He falls back against the wall. Then his body begins to mount all over the rock. Oh my god. Horrified, the step you step forward. Wally. Or, sorry. Horrified, you step toward Wally. He frantically waves you away. His screams turn in bubbling moans. Oh, ugh. The, the blood. Oh my god. He coughs out. I tried it. It's too horrible. You squeeze your eyes shut. When you open them again, all that's left of Wally is an enormous stain running down the wall and onto the floor. Yo, what the oh. fuck? He did it too many times. He he, he became that one, uh, what's called, scary game. Um, why am I forgetting its fucking name? With the cartoon character, it's like the Bad Disney one. Epic Mickey. Bendy. What? Uh, What'd you say, sir? Epic Mickey. <laughs> That's a good game. But the inkblots are also there, too. Yes. Yuck, go to page 106. Yuck, just after your friend dies. Yuck. yuck. Text <laughs> Lousnor stare. I mean, he really bad. wasn't your friend. He was just a guy from school. Yuck, just... Text Lousnor stares from, stares from you to the blot that Wally has become. 
There must have been something wrong with that batch of creature creator, he declares. I'd better run some tests on you. We don't want anything to go wrong when I change you back. The mad scientist turns several weird instruments on you. He frowns. My phenopticon is getting odd readings from you. My formula reacted very strangely with you. So? You demand. Loudsnor licks his lips nervously. Well, I can give you back your super dude, body, but to do the job, I'll have to take your superpowers away. Well? You start to say. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. I don't like. I made him Adam Sandler from uh, Hotel Transylvania, I yeah. realize. Loudsnor assures you. He starts mixing ingredients, and what a, in about a second and a half, he has another test tube in his hand, ready to throw. Wait a second, you think? How do you know what he's got in there? How do you know he's not going to turn you into something even worse this time? Do you trust him, or do you not trust him? Trust him, or not trust him? I've lost any trust in myself. <sighs> Alright, Sam, what would you have decided? And trust him, see what happens. So we trust him? Okay. That's what I would go with as All right. well. Okay, I'm ready, you declare. Tex Loudsnore's test tube crashes down. The new puffs of smoke explode around you. It's mango flavored. <laughs> Whatever. Man- mango-, mango vape. Yeah, mango vape. That shit's dank. That, that, it's uh, fucking fire. You're surrounded by a rainbow-colored cloud. He's turned you gay with the clay cloud! Oh, no! no. It's, it's not Pride Month anymore! Ah! Uh, <laughs> The fear in your eyes as you scream, I'm not, I don't want to be gay. No, my horrifying reality. I'm gay now, Dad. Don't look at the rainbow sun. It's too late, Mother. (laughs) It feels as though a giant hand has landed on the top of your head. Down, down you go. Pushed by the invisible hand, you start, something pokes your mouth. I damn it, Chris. What? Yeah, head pushed. Oh. Uh, your bones seem to grind together. Your muscles feel as if they're snapping. Ugh. Every nerve in your body is yes. screaming in pain. Hell yeah. <laughs> I never should have trusted Tex Loudsnore, you think, in horror. He just whipped up a potion to destroy me. Well, is no. this the end? Find out on page 98. What, we thought that transforming back was going to be easy? Uh, well, I you guess we like, are, we are you a liked expanding. We are kind of fucking stupid. Yeah. You liked expanding so much you don't like going back. <sighs> you the, liked how... The colors <laughs> fade away. Tex Loudsnore walks up and pinches you. Ouch! You yell. That hurt. You wish you were home in bed. You wish you were out of this comic. Of course, you could yell, guess shot. But you don't want to risk turning into an inkblot. Besides, your only hope for escaping from the comic book universe is to get help from a mad scientist. And here's one right now. Ah ha ha gloats. I've done it. You've lost your powers. I don't want them, you reply. Look! I'm not who you think I am. I'm really a kid in trouble. I need your help. As you explain how you wound up here, Tex Loudsnore's eyes narrow. Incredible, he exclaims. Impossible. That's what I thought until it happened, you say. It sounds like an interdimensional hyperflux, Loudsnore muses. This is my multiverse of madness. (laughs) Ah, third time's a charm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Let me see what I can do. Hear more from the mad scientist on page 82. He's turned into a good guy now. Just we're not going to explain it. I mean, he doesn't want Super Doer in the comic anymore. If he gets rid of you, he doesn't have to worry. True. So everybody wins. Yeah. For the first time since touching that comic rack, you feel a little hope. Could you really get me back home? Loud Snore rubs his chin. 
Well, I need to run some tests to see if your atomic composition is different from ours. And then there's the effect of trans-universal pol- You don't understand a word the mad scientist is saying, but you're eager to help. Just tell me what to do, you cry. Loudsnore points to a big metal box. Show me your butthole. Climb in there and show me that sweet asshole of yours. God damn it. <laughs> in there? Maybe it's your imagination, but the box looks like a big coffin. Is Loudsnore really trying to help you? Or is he trying to destroy you? Isn't there some other way you could make these tests? You ask nervously. Lassner shrugs. You could try the Hasfrazafraza device, he says. He points to something that looks like a huge floodlight dangling from the ceiling. But I won't get as good a reading. Do you want to get into the coffin or do you want the Hasfraza device? Get in the coffin. Coffin. Alright. The Spongebob meme. Get in. Has a device not good vibes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It sounds like a freaking bad Dr. Seuss thing. Yeah. Nervously, you climb into the metal box. Tex Lesnar slams the lid closed. You start hearing the misfits for some reason. <laughs> fucking loser. Uh, you lie there in darkness. Suddenly, you're surrounded by a blinding light, like a camera flash. Then Lesnar opens the box and helps you out. Your story seems to check out, he admits. According to my readings, your atoms don't belong in this universe. Can you figure out a way to send me back, you ask? Lazor's smile is evil. Maybe. Just maybe. And if I do it right, maybe I get rid of Super Deal forever. <laughs> Every other time I kill him, he comes back to life later. Commentary on comic book industry, am I right, RL? <coughs> that voice is killing my throat. How will you do it, you ask alarmed. To t- escape from this dimension, every atom of you, and a super door, must be destroyed. Lassnor declares. Your teeth chatter as you repeat, destroyed Lassnor nods. That will free you from this comic and and me from Superdoor. He grabs your arm. Just stand here in front of the uncomfortable and don't move. What is this, Doofenshmirtz? Yeah, I was fucking about to say. Is there about to be a teal plot of what's come up? Oh, come on. Yeah, to try this route home, go to page 122. To try to escape before your atoms get destroyed, go to page 96. Fuck it, I want to try one of Doofenshmirtz and Aders. Okay, that's And see good. if a platypus will come beat him up. Fairly. I forgot about that. You swallow hard. Go for it, you command. Tix Lasnor hits a button. Streaks of blue lightning crawl along the barrel of the unconfrabulator. You close your eyes and stand absolutely still. Hey, you thought that having your items destroyed would hurt. Instead, you feel light. Incredibly light. As if the lightest, slightest breath could blow you away. You open your eyes to discover that Tex Lasnor's laboratory is gone. Instead, you're floating among tiny bright spots that look like stars. They glow brilliantly red, yellow, blue against the solid darkness. Giggling, you swoop upward. <laughs> Multicolored stars twirl around you. Higher and higher you go until the colored stars blur into bright, harsh glare. You don't feel weightless now, but heavy, clumsy. Staggering around, you grab onto a door handle. You stumble into a tiny store packed with vacuum cleaners as an old man with long gray hair grabs you by the arm as you almost fall. You okay, kid? He asks. Stagger over to page 45. I think we got a good ending, guys. Woo! Woohoo! Kid, you peer down. You're not super doer anymore. You're yourself. Where's my massive dick? Where's my backpack? 
<laughs> he stole your backpack. That's the real con of this. Is hey, this is the vacuum store that was next to the comic shop. I was trapped in the comic shop, you gas pointing. You couldn't have been, the man declares. That place has been closed for years. Huh? You describe the comic shop owner. The old man gives you an odd look. That was Milo. He died three years ago. Whoa. Have you traveled in time? You ask for today's date. It's the same day as when you left for school this morning. You dash outside, heart pounding wildly. The stores all look the same, except one. The windows of the comic shop are boarded up. The nails on the plywood paddles are all rusty. The shop has obviously been sealed up for years. You head for home, totally creeped out. Could it have been a dream? It seems so real. One thing is certain, you're not getting that backpack back. No, that's not in there. But oh. seriously, your backpack yeah. is in there. Yeah. He stole your backpack. Again, that's the whole con is he just steals kids' maybe, backpacks. Maybe yeah. there's something really fucking good in there. One thing is certain, you'll never take another walk through this neighborhood, and you hope you'll never ever find yourself in the little comic shop of horrors again. Woo, we, we did yeah. it! You got a good ending after dying three times. Wow, I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. <sighs> I know, I'm kind of winded as well, because I'm disappointed that I didn't do doofenshmirtz. Yeah. I could have done a doofenshmirtz! Seriously, the names of the fucking devices. They, they yeah. are seriously doofenshmirtz. So, what do you guys think of Little Comic Shop of Horrors? Are you okay. sad there's no uh, super lizard? I think that was the monster you got turned into. No, there is no super lizard in this book. But I'm saying, like, the green tusks and skin and stuff looks like what you That's the closest, I guess, but... I mean, yeah, no, Super Lizard is a no, bummer. No, super, super Lizard is not that. Well, thanks for joining us this time on the second episode of the Goosebumps Month. Next week, I don't... I, I want to do the Goosebumps Quizzer, and hopefully do the Let's Roleplay and the Hoopoo Goosebumps Doodoo. Be ready, guys. We got three more weeks of Goosebumps material. Woo! And I've got some. I got some pretty cool for you guys for the for the let's role play. I hope you guys like going to camp. Yep, you told us about that. I know, but I hope you guys are ready to go to camp. Nothing like my twelve year old self without with depression disguised as anger. Hey, that means you'll be good at baseball, right? You can hit the ball. You think I can run though? <laughs> Not hey, my twelve year old ass could run. Home run! Come on, get a home run, Sam. We'll see. We'll see. But hey, uh, can they can they make it to the winner's circle? I don't know because we haven't recorded it yet. But uh, I mean, they probably will because that's that's gonna be part of the story. <laughs> they have to make it to the winner's circle. Assuming we don't die, you guys won't die. I you won't die until the last part. <laughs> Duh. I'm just turn into an ink blot and go. You guys that are gonna go. Horrific. That was horrific. Gross. Yeah. Just that. Yeah, just... You're just like gross. That, kid, that kid's dead. That's yeah, gross. Like, like, and like, uh, like melting into the uh, wall. Awful. And then he's just like, ew. Ew, my friend's dead. What a loser. Nasty. What a fucker. <laughs> you dirty little fucker. What was the meta ending that you wanted? To... So the meta ending is okay, if I need to get, like, I need to, like, kind of find it real quick. 47, I think. Because I'm kind of, yeah, I'm like, oh, that would be okay. cool. Okay, if you really go. Okay, so. 89 to 115, 65. We got to 69, though, and that's how we truly won. 117. Okay, so you end up running away from, or you sneak past uh, Frankenstein, and you meet two kids. Uh, then you go to page 117. They all seem wild-haired and kind of crazy. And they tell you that you're trapped in the cellar of scary stories and that all these monsters are Milo's monsters that were in the original stories. 
page 107. Uh, da, 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 da. If you go looking, you lose the two kids, and then they ask if you want to go looking for Jack and Kenny, or if you turn them down, and go, or if you want to follow Jack and Kenny, or if you want to go alone. So if you go alone, you end up uh, meeting... Wait, what? Speaking of bugs, Jack... Oh, they try to bite you, I guess. They try to attack you if you try to fall. I was going to say, don't trust the random kids that you find in a maze like that. That are suspiciously fine. Like, at least the other kid looked like he was going to die, too. Like, yeah. Versus kids that are doing well in that kind of they're, place. They're not doing well. They're kind of weird looking. Like, they're, like, pretty, like, like shamdy and shit. Oh, okay. Like, maybe if it's you do go with them. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. Don't no, go no, with my good to... advice. Okay, so pretty much what it is, you meet Milo, the the guy from the shop, who is the, also the thing, mm-hmm. and he asks you, like, what, you know, th- because the monsters are kind of lame and kind of old, so he asks you, what's scary? And you say, I know what's scary, King Jelly Jam from Goosebumps, and he turns you into King Jelly Jam, mm. and you go on, like, the, like what's it called, like, um... Oh, what's it called? A uh, interview circuit and shit like that. <laughs> oh my god! And it's like it's kind of like a what's it called new nightmare. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I know all right. Oh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's but great. Yeah, you become King Jelly Jam. It's pretty cool. That's great. That's fun. Yeah. So that that's that's one of my personal favorite endings of all the Give Yourself Goosebumps, just because references King Jelly Jam. Who doesn't love King Jelly Jam? And go on an interview circuit. Yeah. <laughs> and you have like a movie deals and shit. You're like rich, but you stink because you're King Jelly Jam. All right, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, if you like what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe. If you haven't joined our Patreon at patreon.com slash speaking of which, it's a dollar a month. You're missing out on a bonus episode every week, and these episodes released early. Come on. One dollar. And bonus notes as well, because are any of our notes that we have that I make. I'm, I, I write notes. Not for this episode. There's no notes on this episode. But for, like, Drunken Book Club. Drunken Book Club. For the Let's Roll Plays, I'll, I'll scan in all the... Uh, all the different pictures that these people draw of their I, characters. I kind of want to bring a picture from when I was like 12. Yeah. All right. That, oh, that'd be fun if you guys could bring in 12-year-old pictures of yourselves and put them on the page. If you're okay uh, with that kind of if, thing. If you're okay with it, of course. Because I don't want to like force someone if they... Yeah. But I think that would be fun for like me. Yeah. But... Uh, but hey, thank you for joining us. And as always, we'd like to thank our patron, Trey at Eurosaurus. You're awesome, dude. And you get a shout out if you're paying a dollar every month. So I'm just saying. That's pretty cool. And you'll also be featured, you know what, for what, uh, d- not to give away too much plot, but uh, you guys will be having a baseball match against another team, it's going to be people who are the followers of our, from our Twitter page. So Spongy? Spongy's going to be there. Spongy! Spongy's going to be the pitcher I decided. And, and I'm going to friend Spongy. What's up? I'm going to friend Spongy. Okay, that's fair. But you guys are fighting against him. We can be friends still. Okay, you guys can be friends with Spongy. I have to assume Spongy sounds like this. Hey, I'm Spongy. How's it going? Just kind of. How's it going? Yes, I'm, I'm spongy. Uh, uh, hi. Uh, I, I I like uh, Phineas and Ferb. It's pretty bomb. I mean, I, I I'm with you, Spongy. It's a really yeah. good show. Yeah, I think I, I like Doofenshmirtz. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I like those. I like the Doofenshmirtz parts as well. I think they're the better of the two two segments. Honestly, I mean, yeah. the kid the kid segments are good, Spongy, but uh, I, yeah, the Doofenshmirtz ones are better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's 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 probably right. I mean, Perry Perry's a very charming character. I mean, that's probably why why Doofenshmirtz appeared in Milo Murphy's Law. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think they just couldn't get away from the character because they really did love that character a lot. The, the the those Mormons that made him. I don't know if they're Mormons. Yeah, I was gonna say, why are you claiming that if you don't know? They they. I mean, does, like, does Phineas and Ferb not feel like a Mormon show? It does kind of have Mormon vibes, right? Especially in the like. 
to go out and do something, don't yeah. we, in all day? Yeah. Like, there's there's Mormon vibes there, I'm just saying. But it's not, like, super Mormon no, vibes. No, like. no. It's, it's good Mormon vibes. Yeah. They're not telling you to wear magic underwear. They're just telling you to have polyamorous relationships. And that's okay. But, but. <laughs> it's, it is fermently nodding here. I'm just saying with Mormons, they, like, the mainstream Mormons aren't, like, approving of polyamorous. I think you mean the lamestream Mormons? <laughs> just, like, the lamestream media? <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. I hope you love our, our Patreon. You'll get more live stream media posts like that. You can follow us at SOW underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Or just Twitter, sorry. There's no Instagram page. I don't like Instagram. It's it's all fucking bullshit on there. Take pictures of faces. Ooh, you get more shit. Hey, I'll take pictures of this fucking slappy mask I bought while I was drunkenly sick. And, uh, hey, we also have the Disney Movie, Movie Muses podcast, which will hopefully have its first episode... Uh, maybe in a week or two, we, I, I gotta wait for Weiss to come back into town. Yeah. I wanted to record it this week because I thought it would be perfect timing, because Weiss is feeling better. But, yeah, but... Yeah, did not work out. Kind of blocked. Yeah, block cocked indeed. Uh, Sam, can we find you anywhere? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, Berserker, or not, a, not on Instagram because I haven't been on there in forever. Well, you can technically, but, but she's not on. I haven't updated in forever. On Twitter at Berserker Rose. Alright, Ed, anywhere you want to be? In hell. Alright. Cool. Okay, ink blotted. <laughs> Ew, Ew, gross. Our friend died. That Ew. fucking bastard. Gross. Nasty. I have to go tell Cecilia now. All that nasty boys. I have to go tell your cat that... Oh, uh, what song should we end up on? Um... Is there any good, like, superhero ones? Is there, like, a Multiverse Madness song? This is my Multiverse Madness. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'll find a song, no worries. I can be a superman. No. Uh, what about if I go crazy? That's what I was trying to okay. think. Is that Kryptonite? I, I do like Kryptonite. I'm not yeah. going to lie. That's like a guilty pleasure song, is Kryptonite. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say it's a great, good song or anything, but I, it's, I like it. I can't do them. Played too much. Yeah. Fair enough. I, mean, I don't listen to the main. It's I don't listen to the mainstream so radio. <laughs> I just listen to corn. And Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I listen to a lot of Limp Biscuit. I do. I like Limp. I can't help it. I can't help it if I want to do that new metal show. I don't know. That's also fine. expect a video. I'm trying to do two videos a month, guys. I'm gonna start trying to do that for reals this time. I'm not. I'm not just pulling your legs. Don't worry, guys. There will be a Tales to Give You Goosebumps video this month, and I'm hoping to record with Sam uh, the Goosebumps. Uh, what was it? Horrorland game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, horror, the Goosebumps Horrorland game for the Wii. But we have to get the Elgato figured out. I just need it. The, the regular one works. It's just the, the, uh, the, the good one. The, the okay. good of the two. It doesn't work. The All better right. one doesn't work. Uh, what are you doing? Just keep it she's trying myself. to wrap her tits up. She's trying to be a babushka. Will you give me five dollars? No, we will not give you five dollars, you babushka bitch. Curse. Ow, oh, she made me thinner. Oh no. Oh no, she turned me into Mr. Walrus. Oh god damn it. Oh, the ultimate curse. I'm Mr. Walrus. You're the one who turned me into this, you babushka bitch. So whose fault is it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Isn't it still yours? Because you made the choice. No, you're the one who... You didn't clarify what curse you gave me. That's fair. You know, so, that's... I'm just saying, a bad curse is turning into Mr. Walrus. It is. Like, that's a pretty horrible fate. Is that like Tusk? Yeah, it'd be oh, like Tusk. Oh, God, no, 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 uh, <laughs> no, no more. I like that movie. No, no more. We can watch Yoga Hosers. 
That was fun in a dumb way. Yeah, that was a good dumb movie. So dumb. Yeah. It's, as it's, it's sorry like, about that. Sorry about that. I like them. I like they did. They, those two girls did really good. Harley yeah. Quinn, uh, Harley Harley Quinn Smith, and Johnny Depp's girl. I can't remember her name. It's Harley Quinn Smith. I thought it was like Haley. No, it's Harley Quinn Smith. Mm. Yeah, her, she, her name is Harley Quinn for a reason. That is, oh, the nerdy motherfucker Kevin Smith didn't name his daughter Harley Quinn. You know what? Fair enough. I mean, you can look it up. I'm not lying. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. I'm more than a bird. I'm more than a plane. I'm more than some pretty face beside a train. And it's not easy to be here.